0: Coming to you live from the USS Missouri. It's the Ten Point Podcast. My name is Bruce. Now, since your asses are on the line, sailors, I authorize you right now to do whatever you can to aid in the delivery of the podcast this week. Because if I can't goddamn control you, I might as well support you. <laughs> Correct.
1: Let's get a picture yes. of Ellen What's called? Elena, Elena Elena whatever it's called. I'll <laughs> get yes. the in. With me London this week,
2: segue.
0: my sailors <laughs> on my ship on the whatever sea it was they were meant to be on, we were established that. You're a sorry-looking sailor, it's Chris.
1: Welcome to the revolution. It's
0: the revolution, because it keeps on revolving. It's mm-hmm. not a movement. And second, this guy's a pain in the ass, it's Andy. <laughs> it's true. Not much in the way. I thought there'd be more insults flown around in this, thrown around.
2: No, this that's thing. just proper tactical insurgent, no dicking around really.
0: They're all professionals. Yeah,
2: right. they get to the point.
0: Yes. We are the 10 point podcast. <laughs> uh, you'll find us at 10pointpodcast.com. I always try and change the order of I say these things to so stop so getting bored by saying the same things
2: every week. You can find go us go. on OnlyFans.
0: Can we? Have we got OnlyFans? Oh. They're finally set up, is it? <laughs> is it finally <laughs> convinced Chris. Uh, only,
2: only Hands Only
0: hands, only hands. Uh, Yes, Google, 10 point and podcast, you will find us in many shapes and sizes on the internet, whether it be only fans or otherwise. YouTube, you can watch
2: the... uh, Once again, another fake Chinese page.
0: Another, another, what, oh. another imposter. Yes, no, no,
2: they're like it's, it's our stuff, but it's all in Chinese.
0: Ah, right, okay, yeah. Because well,
2: remember, remember, there was like one video that randomly went onto like a Chinese thing. That's yeah, with right. like one of the top of Google searches, just random fake Chinese website. There's not me saying, that. some China guy just loves it.
0: Must be some Zoom China guy trying to expand us into into the, the East. Yep. Uh, yeah, basically, YouTube, Spotify, everywhere you get podcasts. Type template podcasts, and you'll find us specifically. Movie reviews is what we do. You'll find that here. Before we get on to this week's podcast, what was our highlight of the last week? I have learned that I have been the one to go to the movies this week. I saw a double header, but I'm only going to talk about my highlight this week. Scream 6, which presumably neither of you have seen. No. So I will I will not give my spoiler review. Uh, it is Scream. It's what you go into it anticipating. This one, more than any of the others, the whole film is the film... The film is about who? Who is it? Like, I I mean, that's obviously every.
2: (laughs) I had to stop (laughs) every time. I was scared too. Um, He's back.
0: The specific. I'm a back now, right? Okay, this specific one is mostly about the whole way through. There's like a dozen characters, and this film intentionally makes you think. Every single one of them at any point could be the killer. Like, it's more than all the rest. It's driving home. Anyone could be the killer. They all have a reason to be the killer. And then we get our our new Jamie Kennedy character. She explains the rules again and sets up that you can't trust anybody. It's good. I think I like Scream 5 better. Um, They have got a serious problem coming that Jenna Ortega is going to be a superstar and she's not the main character in Scream. So at some point, she's going to have to be like the, the main character one way or another. Uh, but it's worth your time. I wouldn't run out to the cinema to see Scream 6. That's
2: fine. I'll wait to streaming services.
0: As far as working out who done it, who was the bad guys, I thought what was revealed to be the correct killer, I thought that was the red herring. So I ruled it out and I went a different direction with is my. It, is it
2: Skeet Aldridge with a little moustache and the post?
0: <laughs> yeah, the like, going, ah, it's totally different like, to how he does in the film. Uh, yeah, his so I.
2: Brother, a sweet, <laughs> sweet Ulrich.
0: Ulrich. <laughs> sweet Ulrich, yeah, he's the good, he's the good twin, the evil twin. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, th- I thought the red herring was too much of a red herring that so I ruled it out and it was the actual answer, kind of, in the end, I didn't get it sp- especially right. But yeah, it's it's okay, it's scream, and there will probably be another one, because this one's done quite well, yes. and put this way, they didn't kill everybody, <laughs> so like there will be another one. Uh, who else, who else was a highlight
1: right, of the last I
2: feel like me and Chris will double team this one. So I do have s- a different one, but I'll let all you right. carry on. Right, I'll take this one then. I'm, I'm going to also go say, quick thumbs up for Last of Us Finished. I'm all, all right. right with it. Pretty oh, good. However.
0: I'm the entire season behind on it. Right. But
2: I'll oh, get- pretty, pretty good. Liked it. Yeah, I'll get another one, definitely. Yeah. So, we have talked every single season about Mando and how brilliant it is.
0: We love Mando. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh my fucking God, that last episode was a pile of gobshite. <laughs> Best every- over the five minutes. <laughs> oh, like, I was so- like... Chris ran him and sent my message and went, that was a pile of shit. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, oh, have you not watched Mando yet? And I was like, no, I'm about to put it on. And I'm literally watching it like the five minutes. Like, yeah. Fuck it, this is, what's he talking about? And then <laughs> yeah. literally went, well, that was 40 minutes then. Probably one of the longest fucking episodes as well of just, it is,
1: It's
2: the all. longest.
0: It is by two minutes longer than one from like season two or something like that. It's the I, longest episode. I generally
1: thought after that opening, I was like, oh, this is going to be an absolute <laughs> yeah. banger. And then as soon as the, the change happened, I was like, Oh, out comes the phone.
2: Like, like you I normally, like, was like well, watching. I was like, "Oh my god, Coruscant! Yes, they finally we're on Coruscant! Oh my god, they made that into a boring mega city of." <laughs> I didn't give a shit. Normally I like, "Oh look at this visual! Look at this! Oh look a this sand planet! I'm, I'm hooked." Yeah. This had Coruscant, and I was like, "I don't give a fuck about these two characters <laughs> at all. Don't bring in new numbers that I don't give a shit about as well. Give me the other stormtroopers and other people. I don't want to fucking know about you guys." And then we get to the end. It's like, "All right, Mando's back." And it ends, I was like, for fuck's sake!
0: It's, <laughs> so, yeah. uh, it was a shit sandwich of an episode, is yes. what it was. Yeah,
2: very in, much so.
0: Very good at the beginning, and I very much like at the end where, spoiler yeah. alert for episode three of Mando... Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan accidentally joins the the yep. watch or whatever they're called.
2: I'm all for uh, that, but a that fucking pile of shit but in yeah, the
0: have, To have, like, I've not watched it. I've watched episode one, and it, this is how it felt to me: to have an episode of Andor break out in the middle of a Mandalorian episode Aye. really caught me off guard, and I wasn't like, yeah, ve- yeah,
2: ve- I would say you're very much right. There is an Andor, like Andor has its ups and downs, but yeah, some episodes are very much like that. It's just like you don't give a fuck.
0: And also, continuing with spoiler alert, I absolutely knew that that woman was not to be trusted. by old the doc. oh yeah. Like the whole time, I'm like, no, 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 no. She's got some uh, ulterior motive here. No, she's no, no. still she's
2: still working for old uh, what do you call him, uh, Giancarlo Espinito?
0: Yeah, uh, moth Gideon. Well,
2: that's it. Yeah, but yeah, maybe, like-
0: maybe, we don't know. Actually, I, I, I couldn't actually tell which way she was actually leaning. But for her at the very end to go, also mind flare. <laughs> isn't that something in Stranger Things?
1: Yeah, that well, is the big bad.
0: Yeah, she's ramping up the machine. at The ends. Like, oh, well, you're definitely a villain by like torturing the poor guy. But I wasn't sure if she was like. Is she trying to find out that he's still bad or is she trying to turn him out I'll tell you what back. that
2: episode did do to me. The New Republic are fucking stupid, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, we're going to file a fax. We're going to use all your old stormtroopers and Imperials and you're just going to destroy all your old secrets and we're going to catalogue certain bits. It's like, that's not the New Republic. That's not what fucking Luke fought for in hand. Jesus hell, that's bullshit.
0: It's uh, it's still politicians, isn't it? Regardless of who is in charge. Oh, and like I wanted, like,
2: I wanted to just like you know the bit where the guy just comes out from doing his interview and he's got them two like posh cunts. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to punch the screen <laughs> at them. It's like they annoyed <laughs> me instantaneously. They they just instantly were like, "You are the biggest belly in the world, right?" You used to. Yeah. Oh, well, I was going to join the Imperials, but I don't know. Oh, it's like bang. <laughs> oh, I so did. <laughs>
0: It got to me, like like Chris said, when the phone came out. I think at the exact time the phone would have come out for Chris, I was just like, I just shut, like, no no joke, I just said out loud, when's Mando coming back? <laughs> <laughs> like I just, It was just so annoying. Like, cause I thought it would be like, oh, here's the Doctor. Oh, here's what Man, Mando's up to. Oh, and then here's Grogu, and then back to the Doctor again. No, it's a full half hour of this yes. other episode of a different show that I didn't care
2: about. And all I really learned about is that guy likes Imperial Biscuits.
0: Yeah, he likes the Yellow Biscuits. And then, oh, he's, he's, he's tortured and maybe yeah. dead. I don't, but yeah. Straight away, Chris, your highlight if you've got one that isn't Mando.
1: Uh, yeah, I thought, you know, I've made the, the Oscar bandwagon, so I watched The Whale. And right. it's what, nearly two hours of Brendan Fraser sitting down. And oh, the fact's it.
0: I was mentioning this the other day. I know The Whale is about Brendan Fraser and he's overweight. I don't think I've seen any. I, I know some people who are in it. I don't think I've seen them being in it. All I've just seen is just him sitting in a chair, looking a bit sad. That's all I've seen about the whale. And he won an Oscar. That's.
1: that's it made it. me hungry because he eats a lot of good stuff. Right. <laughs> like, there's one like, a, a brief spoiler. Like, he has like a heartish. Like, he's a big guy. His heart's going to cave. He's, he thinks he's going to die. So, he wants to try and meet his a uh, strange daughter and get a relationship going. But then I now mean, and he's like, he gets really ill, he can't breathe, and he just turns in, looks at the counter, and it's like, I want that
2: KFC left over yeah. there. Bring it over.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, his That's like, the way well, we all
2: want to go into it. Yeah.
1: He's like, his Fred doesn't want to do it, but he's just like,
2: I want my KFC. I see. <laughs> I'll, tell, I'll tell you what I've been put off of watching The Whale for, right, is I've seen the advert, I think I've seen the advert, a little trailer type thing for The Whale originally. I was like, this just seems like Kevin Smith's Tusk film, right. where like it's basically a guy that's a walrus mm. and i was just like so this guy's just a whale then but obviously he's not an actual <laughs> whale whereas in Tusk Tusky's an actual walrus <laughs> yeah. type thing so yeah that's what generally that's what took me off it's like yeah it's just gonna be exactly the same as Tusk and Tusk's not a great movie
1: like as soon as you know what's gonna happen like the first five minutes you care what's gonna happen you're just like super depressed <laughs> and the opening scene of him whacking off the gay porn just kind okay. Of, well, spoiler alert! Yeah, <laughs> I came out where? Where literally, <laughs> like it is like a black screen, and like hear the the noises, and you're just like, "What the fuck is that?" You just see him try to jack off. You're like, "Oh for God's sake, and That's like got
0: in the wrong film.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> that, and that's and why I have like jaded That's an Academy Award-winning film, right there. So, that's what the Academy wants. Yeah, Yeah, it's a really depressing <laughs> film. Thumbs but, up for Chris. Is it
1: good
0: <laughs> or not? Yeah. Is it so depressing. Not good. Is that
2: the? Uh... I'll give it a thumbs up. There you go. I knew that was coming. It's fucking depressing. It's long. It's a guy sending a thumbs up from Chris. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just
0: yeah, to best acting. I don't think I'll ever see. You. I'm I'm very happy with everything. Everyone at once won a whole bunch of Oscars because I like yeah.
2: that. And that's gonna be one like. I remember, I've always said in this podcast that I hate an Oscar nominated, like, winning movie. Oh. That's got to be like made it into like one of only three movies that I really enjoyed that's won an Oscar.
0: You mean like an important Oscar? Because obviously, like, Maverick. Oh yeah. It's got this year for sound. Yeah,
2: and like, no, like, best picture because normally they're artsy-fartsy artsy bullshit <laughs> films. That's yes. slightly artsy-fartsy and had reading, and I enjoyed it. So Who's the old a, guy in that game, I can't remember what it's called. Or um, a, oh, the, the old, old guy. He's he in
1: *Batesville* too.
2: He had a bow tie. Oh, and he had a yeah, but eyes. The, exactly. Yeah, the googly eyes of it. James he,
0: Hong. I think. That's 80, sure. Eighty-five
2: and still having fun at the Oscars. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, and yeah, I was glad that the acting ones went to them as well because what was it? I read something like something like seven out of the last ten Best Actor Oscars have gone to like people playing real people. Yeah. So I'm glad it was like. As an actual character. Well, one did, you, or something. did
2: you see Angela Bassett's reaction when uh, Jamie Lee Curtis won Best Supporting? No, I didn't mm. see. No. So, Angela, everybody like Angela she Bassett. Hungry, she is thinking. she is winning for Black like Black Panther okay, as a right. Best Acting, blah blah blah. And literally, when they just like announce it, you can see that she is like she's the only one ready to stand up. And then <laughs> yeah. they just go Jamie Lee Curtis, and she's like, <laughs> 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 it's literally just mouse it it's just like oh, and it's like the camera's right on her. It's fucking brilliant. <laughs>
0: I yeah, this is actually pals with Joubilly Curtis, and she did that as like a joke. But if but not, if really everyone,
2: like, everybody kicked off obviously because obviously a black actress didn't win it. But there's uh, one of my friends on Facebook who is a, a Jamaican black dude. He basically said he said it right, and he basically it's like, well, no, like she did the same, basically the same role in first Black Panther. Yeah,
0: basically. Yeah. She, she didn't did get nominated
2: girls. for that. Yeah. She didn't really do much more. And as like obviously Black Panther is a very black film heavily and he's like i love the film but she's acted no differently in it whereas jamie lee curtis kind of has a fat suit on and playing a character that she's never played in her life yeah yeah jamie lee curtis drop kicking
1: somebody through a wall I mean, exactly <laughs> not. Like,
2: it's like that's proper acting but yeah angela bassett obviously she she's played that role twice yeah. Yeah. it'd be like bruce Willis getting like nominated for die hard 2 but never <laughs> getting anything for die hard 1 it's just it doesn't work does it yeah
0: Righty-ho, we've, we've talked too much about things we weren't going to talk about, so we've got to crack on with point number one, the point of the podcast this week. The point this week, and point number one, this has been brought to us by Disney Plus and Netflix combined, after everyone always complains about my uh, categorising of films. So this is all combined. The point this week, the 1992 martial arts military action-adventure thriller, Under Siege.
2: That, that was, sums it perfectly up, right, right this time.
0: Literally, according to Netflix, this is martial arts films and military films. That's that's the only thing this this film was on Netflix. What what does
2: IMDb categorise as? Oh, I
0: I imagine action-adventure.
2: Action-adventure rom-com or something like
0: that. (laughs) 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 Something wrong, no doubt, for IMDb. Anyway, Under Siege, written by J.F. Lawton, who also wrote Pretty Woman, which is a bit of a random (laughs) film to have come before this. Uh, Under Siege, Chain Reaction, and then DOA, Dead or, Al- Dead or Alive, the video game. Oh, Adam.
1: no, that was awful. <laughs> <Is> that was all right.
0: It's <laughs> so, some ups and downs <laughs> in his writing credits. Uh, does JF
1: Action lost...
2: thriller IMDb, by the way.
0: Action this... thriller, yeah, I guess. I've said that. Can't argue. Uh, directed by Andrew Davis, who directed a, a few things, but these were the, the big four that he's famous for directing. Under Siege, The Fugitive, which would be his one, like his big acting deal. Chain Reaction, and then Holes from about 10 years after both of those, which is a... Uh, Shia LaBeouf. Yes, Shia, La, Shia breakout, maybe, in films? First time I remember seeing them in Holes, yeah. anyway. Uh, they are the people behind the film, people in the film. I've got our three main stars, starring as Chief Petty Officer Casey Ryback, and on that note, I had no idea anybody else in history was called Ryback other than the wrestler. <laughs> I
2: guess yeah, Ryback's brilliant.
0: Surely this is what he's named after. So this, is, this must be, because he clearly came first.
2: Oh, do you, want a, do you want an early fun fact?
0: Give us an early fun fact.
2: Ryback in Polish means Fisher, which is Steven Seagal's mother's maiden name.
0: Is ah, right. Oh. oh, it's a Polish, I not It's a Polish name. Well, there we go. You'll learn something every every, every week here on the podcast.
2: Oh, worry, I've i got another fun fact later.
0: So as Ryback, we have Steven Seagal. <laughs> And I've got a wee bit different here because I was compiling what's Steven Seagal famous for. And it's pretty much under siege and being like a weird martial arts guy.
2: He's got a banging country album as well. I love his music. <laughs> <I> <laughs> just, <I laughs> oh honestly, you guys. He does country <laughs> country jazz type music. Fucking brilliant.
0: Right. Okay, that's a mixture. So upon looking through his filmography on IMDb, I have compiled a list here. Here is every one of the 54 films that Steven Seagal has been in. He's been in 54 films. Here's every one that has a rating of 6.0 or above on IMDb. And they are Above the Law, which was like his breakout role in movies. He was just a martial arts guy until that film. Out for Justice, Under Siege, Executive Decision, The Onion Movie, and Machete. That is all of the films that are 6.0 or above. None of them are above a 6.6. And that's Machete is a 6.6. So... Steven Seagal does it to make good movies, is what IMDb is trying to tell me, and that's what we're going to determine on the podcast, whether it is. The Onion movie is an outlier there. It seems to be different to the others. I'm not sure what it is, if it's a news parody thing like the Onion website or something or other, but yeah, there you go. Steven Seagal, martial arts guy, generally in bad movies. Co-starring as Billy Stranix, another name I've never, ever heard before, after or since, Stranix, Tommy Lee Jones. Famous for JFK, The Fugitive, which i have already mentioned. Men in Black, the whole trilogy, I think he's in 1, 2 and 3. No Country for Old Men. Captain America, First Avenger, because that's what, when I see him, I think of that film now. And Lincoln, and a whole bunch in between, but they are the, the big ones. for. Space Tom Cowboys. Tom that's the Space one. Space Cowboys. Space Cowboys, there you go. I would never have said that. So there you go, Space Cowboys. a
2: banger.
0: I don't think I've ever heard of it, never mind seen it. What?
2: Yeah, oh, awesome. on the list, <laughs> on the list Chris. Get on the list.
0: <laughs> and our third star as Commander Krill, Gary Busey who is Out most nowhere. famous for just being Gary Busey, I would say. Like, teeth. If you look through his IMDb page, he plays himself in things. Not not like the playing the role of self on talk shows, the actual acting as himself, more than his characters and things. Famous for the Buddy Holly story, Lethal Weapon, Predator Two, which always gets a shout out on the podcast.
1: Oh, fuck okay, yeah! So yes,
0: <laughs> Point Break, Under Siege, and the Firm, and yes, the Firm is the most recent thing he's famous for, and that's now about thirty years ago.
2: So, uh, that's he's just, his son took over. Yes, yeah, so yeah, and he's just been. He's himself. also got really big teeth. You know what? Yeah, that's a strong genetic genius. This <laughs> yeah, <thing. laughs> should
0: have been dentist rather than actor. Yeah. <laughs> On a budget of thirty-five million dollars, *Under Siege* opened in the U.S. for sixteen million dollars in its first weekend. Final U.S. gross: eighty-three and a half million dollars. This film would never make that nowadays. <sighs> Final worldwide gross: hundred and fifty-six and a half million dollars. I'll take that. <coughs> That's the ninety
2: three
0: box offices for you—the kind of films that made That's a Independence
2: lot of that. Day numbers that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, no wonder it got a sequel out of this. If it's making, what's that? Which like? has one of
2: the greatest movie moments in cinematic history in the sequel.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure that'll come up <laughs> at some point. Under Siege released 9th of October, 92, in America. It wasn't until the 26th of February, 93, that it came out over here. A big gap in between. It meant they qualified for the 1993 awards season that Under Siege. And I had to be picked up off the floor when I found out Under Siege was nominated for two Oscars. Yeah, <laughs> here we go. It was, it, it, not that I'm saying it's good, bad or, or otherwise. I just not, did not think the Academy <laughs> would look at Under Siege. It's like, yes, Oscar. However, we did mention Top Gun earlier on. It gets Oscar nominated. And this is all nominated for similar things. Nominated for Best Sound was Under Siege. It lost to Last of the Mohicans in 1993. And nominated for Best Sound Effects Editing. It lost to Bram Stoker's Dracula, the Gary Oldman Dracula, that one is. So it was nominated for two, both sound and lost. Robbed. Not nominated for a Razzie in 1993 either. I thought Segal might have a look in, <laughs> being the kind of guy that he is. But it was nominated for one award at the MTV Movie Awards of oh, 1993. You go? Nominated for Best Action Sequence, the helicopter explosion. What? So by, by action sequence, they mean... Best explosion, because <laughs> there wasn't that's really.
2: Not, not a, a sequence, is it?
0: A guy fired a rocket, <laughs> right, and then it blew up. <laughs> there you go. End all. It did not win of course, because it was pretty naff. That not no nomination. Lost to Lethal Weapon three, specifically Mel Gibson's motorcycle crash. Guess we have to watch the Lethal Weapon movies to, I to
2: remember that. I still memorable
0: yes uh and in the 1993 saturn awards this is not the kind of movie for the saturn awards so no nominations at all for under siege
2: double oscar nominated yeah i
0: know i was (laughs) expecting that double oscar nominated movie under siege synopsis none of our usual contributors again jesus hell but rcs only going by initials has written me a lengthy one that i have not even looked at i just saw i saw a block of text i thought i'm taking that so synopsis (laughs) for under siege The battleship Missouri is about to be decommissioned, spelt wrong. Casey Ryback is Captain Adam's personal cook. Was it called Captain? uh, Ah, right. It's got like like someone called Adam. Like Captain Adam, He is Captain Adam's personal cook. And Ryback is always butting heads with the ship's ex-O Commander Krill. But the captain always intercedes. One day after the president visits the Missouri, which is also the captain's birthday the captain learns that a helicopter has been cleared to land on the ship by commander krill which he was not informed of when questioned krill tells the captain that it's a surprise for Where his birthday the then way. the captain allows really it God, really detailed for that <laughs> later after another one of their scuffles krill has ryback locked in a freezer During the party, the rock band reveals themselves to be mercenaries led by William Stranix, (spelled wrong, a CIA operative who is in league with Krill to unload all of the ship's nuclear warheads. They lock up all of the crew and make preparations to remove the warheads.
2: This guy's writing a novel. He's literally writing a new book on this film. Yes. And
0: Krill remembers Ryback. Stranix sends two of his men to take care of Ryback. Only thing is that Ryback took care of them. Upon discovering their bodies, Stranix deduces that Ryback is more than a cook. He then sends Krill to check on him, and Krill discovers <laughs> that Ryback's a Navy SEAL, all caps, who got busted down to a cook after an incident in Panama. And Ryback—he continue- always starts sense with the word and. <laughs> "and." Ryback continues to create trouble for them, so Strannix tries to hunt him down. Along the way, Ryback meets Jordan, a former playmate who was supposed to entertain at the party, but I'm was also in the film. I know.
2: <coughs>
0: That's the end though. Uh, all right, good.
2: All the, can can all I, I can I just do a better one? I'm gonna go to IMDB you right now and go Die Hard on a Boat.
1: Oh, ah yeah, i have reading my synopsis for later on. <laughs> 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 die Hard on a boat. Yes,
0: die hard on a boat. Uh, with heavy influences from Top Gun, as in it yes. looks a lot like Top Gun yeah. and it's like everyone it kind of goes, everyone knows what Top Gun and what being in the Navy is like now. So here's the boat stuff with a bit of plane. Yep. Um, there you go, that's basically what the film is about. Well, I, I, I think
2: he's banned. Were he Claudio yeah. back? And I mean,
0: Nick. Nick. Nick, yeah. yeah there Who picked Under Siege? It was Chris. Why did you pick Under Siege, Chris? Why are you taking a big swig
1: Because <laughs> uh, it's a film that I haven't seen for ages and I always remember me and Andy talking about it. This one and the second one as well. But second one. Absolute bagger.
0: So you're doing unfinished business. You're on the record, and your unfinished business here is you want to do Under Siege Two. Is that correct? Carry <laughs> kind of, yeah. Right. I was I was going to do
1: Artist Academy and do um, just a random.
0: Right. To start simple, with
1: like, you, yeah. yeah. It's also it's been on my list for ages, but I've always been hampered by. Themes. So, my theme's basically, I've got no theme this time. I'm just right. that I, told what I You told us
0: you wanted to finish some business, but you're also starting some business as well. Yeah,
2: so. unfinished and starting old business. Old, <laughs> business.
0: old business. Business. He's starting it? business. <laughs> yeah. uh, had we seen it before? I had not seen this before. What is I wrong out. with Come you? Watch it. I think yeah. I'd seen bits and pieces like you turn it yeah, Childhood. You're Steven Seagal killing some people. Oh, I've had enough of that. I'll we'll go watch something it else.
1: Turns out I had never seen the start of this. And the classic oh. Chris trope. Yeah. I'd oh. never seen why Wibach why was sworn in the fridge. <laughs>
0: He's always been in that room from the beginning. i yeah, it always starts, starts
1: off in fridge. a fridge. Um, him being guarded and him just walking about with this thing. On. I was like, why is it there? I've always missed the start of this film.
0: <laughs> it's definitely, uh, it starts at, like I don't know, 8.20 on a channel and your thing finishes at half past eight, so you come into it yeah. at ten
1: minutes. <laughs> so, <laughs> pretty much.
0: Uh, which channel would that be that it would start on at 20 past eight? I'm say ITV. My tv I, I guess what we well, were talking last yeah, day. Yeah. It's more well, like
2: twenty past ten or I mean, whatever the news would finish. Probably. Yeah, I mean, I remember this being like one of my first vivid action films that I remember as a kid because my mom and dad used to watch like everything, and I remember Die Hard being on, but as same bits and pieces. Whereas this, I think, was the very first film that my dad had recorded when I had to fast forward through the adverts on the old videotapes <laughs> right, yeah, on like ITV or whatever. So I, I vividly remember this film. being one of my first action films.
0: Action films that you because my dad had to say red. if
2: he likes his um, martial arts films, and yeah. Stuff like my mum was I the same Sherlock, uh, Van Seagal. Damme and Seagal because it's all like my mom was the same.
0: Martial arts fans. Uh, okay, which version did we watch? I opted for Netflix on this. Oh, see, I, went
2: for, I went for Disney Plus.
0: Good. Okay, uh, I think they're the same version, the exact same running time. Uh, I don't know if this is edited at all, Andy. You might be in the best position to tell us because
2: no, there was titties, right?
0: that <laughs> <laughs> People get like chopped yeah. with the, yeah. the saw and stabbed yeah. the neck and yeah. the head. That
2: was all I mean. on Disney Plus
0: because cool. the UK VHS and DVD versions initially were censored for the violence the I was going to
2: say because I don't remember the meat the meat scene being mm. like as violent so definitely not seen that version before
0: Yeah, but it seems like the 1 hour 42 is a, is blanket everywhere now on all the streaming services and I imagine most recent DVDs. On to point 2 on the podcast, the high points. What we thought the best bits and things were? Chris why don't you start us off
1: Well since I've never seen it I'm going to say him getting thrown in the meat locker was a high point <laughs> like I'd also be like why like why like krill was being a dick he deserved to get punched and i'll always say like him throwing a, him in. this is a low point is mm. the ugliest thing i've ever seen in my life
0: is that because it's also gary Busey? Is that- yeah it's just yeah. When he goes <laughs> it's horrible <laughs> up one of my i had actually the previous visit to the kitchen where he sends like the underling who the guy who's in everything the ginger guy
2: oh uh, yeah um
0: yeah uh, i liked that scene as well but the, the krill one's better because he fully sets him up as like, i am the villain because one he spits in the food two mm-hmm. he drops the other f-bomb and then three just illegally lock, locks up ryback for no reason like, okay you are the bad guy and i'm like but tommy lee jones is in this film somehow like, how is yeah. okay but i think you're the bad guy <laughs> it was i really loved
1: it um, when ryback's like punching everybody he's like Do you know what i could take the whole lot of you but i'm just gonna stop
2: here I'll be, I'll, I'll be the good guy. You just, yeah, I did I did like that scene. Yeah, yeah, I'm done. I'm fine, cool. But yeah, he's just fucking wiped out five of them. Yeah. See, my my actual first high point is actually before that. Kind of like what you were talking about, Top Gun opening sequence, mm. where it's like you know Top Gun starts, and you see the fighter jets flying, and this is like sets up. Here's a fucking massive ship that is not CGI'd,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and it looks fucking brilliant. It's like all right, I'm in, mean, like that. They've got a real fucking ship here, and at no stage did I think that was on a set. It's like yep. no, this this is a real set. It's a real boat.
0: When I was coming to nominate things for, it, I looked at best set and I thought, is it even a set, or have they just filmed this on a boat? Like, yeah, filmed on a boat.
2: Yeah. So I was I like, right. it was like a proper. Like, it wasn't called the Missouri because that was actually getting decommissioned at the time. It was another one. Okay. Um, but it, it wasn't actually ever at sea. It was always docked.
0: Right. And, see, yeah.
2: So they actually that was when they when you see it on the sea, that was one like footage. They had one shot where it was coming into port. So but, boat, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's straight away. Say, I put on like, yep, this is a ship. I'm on a ship. I believe I'm on a ship. No station. Yeah. I did not think I was on a ship.
0: It does feel very... I don't know if it's quite claustrophobic, but it has its moments where it's yeah. like that. Uh, another high point? I'm taking my early one.
1: Well, Krill's um, cut myself shaving always reminds me of the time when Carsey came to school. <laughs>
2: like a
1: full-grown yeah. beard, and then left halfway during <laughs> the day to go and shave his beard, and came back with a massive chunk out of his part. cheek. <laughs> I like... Because when like, fucking hell, you've got have a shave. And he came back with a real massive chunk out of the side of his shave, and his face. Said, I was. I yeah. would say,
2: like, Carson was definitely one of the first people in our class to hit puberty and just nowhere <laughs> just kind of, like, stubble like this. And, <laughs> it just went, and then we were all kind of, like, all baby-faced, all winding him up for some reason. It's like, oh, you're <laughs> <laughs> you, really <you're, you're>, you <laughs> hairy, the force, yeah, And then, yeah, bear. he just went, went at lunchtime. He just came back with the biggest fucking slice of his face ever. So, yeah, I know what Chris is saying about that. <laughs>
1: That's, 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 I can't watch that every saying, Oh yeah, just cut myself shaving. I was like, that's crazy, Parasite.
0: That's our weekly joke for an audience of four people. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know what you're talking
0: about. <laughs> uh, I've I'm, I'm completely lost of where this happens in the film, uh, but when Billy, I, I, Tommy Lee Jones, has his first phone call to the what I would call the war room. Uh, oh, yeah. where all the generals are sitting yeah. and he's sitting like with his microphone just chatting to them uh, Tommy Lee Jones just ramped up to 100 out of 100 he's, he's going full bore of I'm going to have some fun making this daft movie so uh, that whole scene and just his sheer charisma I, I really enjoyed actually the, the cast of characters around the table in the in the war room as well the, the different admirals and they're panicking because it's their agent so they need to go on the phone to somebody and then they're worried that Honolulu's going to get blown up so they're I really like the, the atmosphere around this room that are all we're all hundreds of thousands of miles away wherever the hell they okay, are
2: can I, can I to expand on your point on Tommy Lee Jones and that stuff I like like this. Is probably one of the first films I'd probably like I, I don't know many like films You know I always say that this has been replicated and there's been a better version I generally almost don't think there's been a better version of a bad guy that is homegrown USA it's not like a foreign Russian yeah. intelligence coming in it's just this was a US guy he does exactly... What he's doing in the film is what he was paid to do. And then the USA tried to kill him. And he's like, no, nah, fuck that shit. I'm going to get my own back. Yeah. It's, I love it. It's just a simple I mean, revenge I don't think point. You tried to kill me, you failed. Yeah. I, I know there's been a couple of films that done it, but this is just... I just think this done it perfectly. It's like, I don't... I cannot think of a film better where a guy just suddenly takes against the USA or his own country and goes, fuck you!" Yes.
0: There can't be too many films after this that have a, basically an all-white team of terrorists like yeah. uh, like just the way the way Hollywood went at the end of last century and then into this century is that you wouldn't they wouldn't cast a whole team of white guys being terrorists anymore it depends, it depends when Die Hard with the Vengeance came out that might be the last one but um but yeah seeing these like you say they were at least foreign weren't they but yeah, yeah. an American team of terrorists that's, they wouldn't do that anymore <laughs>
2: yeah I also just like the idea of thinking, hey, US, yeah, yes, you know, we all, we all, we don't got the classified files, but we all know they're doing shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> and what happens if one of your own guys turn on you? And it's like, well, Tommy Lee Jones is what happens. That's what happens. will <laughs> take a, uh, a don't, don't try and take a... him out. Yeah. Well, I love and, him and that. And well. that was actually the other high point. That little tiny twist where like, they're around the table and then it's like, what was the last job we sent him on? It's like, oh, to get a Korean submarine. Yeah. What happened to the submarine? And it's like, bang! And it's like, the <laughs> <Like,
0: laughs> He, he sunk it are you sure yeah we're absolutely positive we are positive he sunk it <laughs> it's
2: fucking brilliant it's just like oh nice that submarine came into play always instantly and i, just, and I also just like the random guy Tommy Lee jones is to hire. like he's not in a captain's uniform she's in his yeah. jeans and t-shirt a french guy i think he was french <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah it's like he's pissed off with france it's like i used to do submarines yeah you can come do you have to wear the uniform jeans and t-shirts fine mate yeah <laughs> Do you
0: have about 50 guys that also know how to operate or something?
2: Yeah. Where did he get all these guys from? <laughs>
0: Making his connections, I guess, when he was being the FBI's best yeah. killer. It, it does put uh, Tom Hanks and Catch Me If You Can, to shame, really, when you think about it, what Tommy Lee Jones was up to. <laughs> But uh, So my, one of my small high points is I very much enjoyed uh, Ryback's grenade booby traps everywhere Because <laughs> any time he went into somewhere, booby trapped the door <laughs> with a grenade Or booby trapped this helicopter with a grenade I quite enjoyed him blowing it,
1: it.
2: up cu- Yeah, it's going it's to come so, up in like, the, the, the sequel But I, like, I just love these MacGyver-ness of stuff yeah. I And mean, it makes me like, like, look around my house going, oh, I can make a bomb out of that How,
1: <laughs> how does Ryback make a bomb out of uh, <laughs> a candle and a sygaby? Yeah, yeah. But I was, was going to touch the last one, like Stratix he's not an idiot, when like Ryback's running away, he goes, don't touch that door he's going to fuck you up, which he does he blows you yeah, up. Yeah, when he, when he screams over the balcony he's like, don't do yeah. it, oh fuck yeah. it's, it's nice like, to have a bad guy who's actually clever who cares what he's doing
0: I think so. in some ways his plan was too clever Like at, at times uh, I struggled to follow what the actual, like they landed on the boat and then I wasn't sure what they were doing for most of the I do fuck up on low points, so I don't want to harbour it too much but yeah, he had a very very deep plan Also, Mm. I very much like, we see Tommy Lee Jones, obviously, we don't know who he is. I like finding out who he is and what he'd done as the film, like there's about half an hour of the film, and you find it more and more and more, and you're like, oh, this guy's actually pretty dangerous. And he knows things that he shouldn't know. It was a good reveal uh, throughout. Uh, I've really only got one more actual high point. So you guys hit off some more.
2: I've got one that you guys are definitely going to say is a low point. (laughs) But I love, and there's a reason for this, Right. There's a lot of gunfights in this film. Now I love how shit they actually are. <laughs> right. So I w- I wouldn't say. And what I mean by that is not that they're shit. There's like there's there's gunfire, but everybody looks like they can't use a gun. So you've got a Navy SEAL Ryback. back. Obviously, he says he doesn't like guns, but he's gunner around a corner shooting. Like, yeah, oh, that's like what that's what I Like the infinite ammo, just running like that, just yeah, right. <laughs> so I'm I'm okay with that. But like he looks terrified of the gun. And same with the bad guys. They're shooting. These are meant to be Marines, but they're all scared. However, I actually fucked that on his head is because. If I was in that situation, now I've fired guns, it's fucking terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't care how many times you've shot a gun, you don't stand there and just like don't flinch. Whereas every single one of these bad guys and even the good guys all flinch like fuck on the firing of guns. But then when it comes and it makes the hype even better, which is anytime he uses martial arts, especially with that fight with Tommy Lee Jones with the knife, you just see this whole... It's like, that is just like, right, so he's shit with guns, but he is fucking amazing with hand <laughs> martial Deadly arts stuff. Knife, yeah and I just think it just elevates how shit the gunfire is to when suddenly right guns are off knives are out knife fights. So
0: the thing is with the gun with the gunfights I hate the op- I hate the converse which is I hate when people shoot 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 shoot, yeah, shoot, yeah. shoot 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 shoot, shoot. it's like you're meant to be like a trained FBI agent you're meant to be a trained killer or a trained soldier why can't you hit anyone like stormtroopers <laughs> that sort of stuff yeah. so this one Pretty much every bullet anyone ever fires oh, yeah. kills the person. It's like, oh, they, they're efficient killers. I don't yeah. be scared of the guns, but they can't like, it.
2: Uh, well, ultimately, yeah, even her. Yeah. Like, she's like, you know, she's meant to be a blonde bimbo. Suddenly she becomes like action queen halfway through this film. Like, well, I'm sure we'll get on to that. Mm-hmm. But, like, point and shoot, that person's dead. Like, it's as simple as that. Yeah. And she very much proves that. For, like, guns are deadly. <laughs> uh,
0: any more high points from you, Chris?
2: Uh, yeah, Voodoo Child gameplay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it's used at a point where like they're at their absolute worst. Like they're blowing blown up planes <laughs> at the sky and they're, they're doing other thing. And I'm sitting out and it starts doing the bee, and I'm going, Fuck, I'm celebrating the bad guys like, oh, yeah bad guy.
0: like to make another wrestling connection. They feel like a new world order at that point. Yes. And mm-hmm. then the new world order used that theme music for a while yes. and I'm like, Yeah, I could see there's a connection there. Bad guys that you just Yeah, they're the coolest and they are winning. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it it's 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 and it plays for the right amount of time in the right context as well it's a good use i had the power by snap that did de- de- it yeah that yeah. was my nominee until uh, every child came on I was like, oh, no, i'm changing that today, so. <laughs> yeah
1: me too um, my actual side point is Stradic asking the important questions of why did they hire my yes. to be yes. part of their group
0: <laughs> yeah how did he slip through <laughs> Yeah,
2: <laughs> which, which if you're going to segue straight away onto low points, i could bring up Something on that one. So. Well, I've got
0: one more high point I'll hit. Yeah, which it. I very much enjoyed. Admiral talking to Ryback in the middle of the shootout, <laughs> where, where Jordan oh, answers the phone and then she gives it. To him. Yes. The whole time, this just killing people. It was a really good scene of uh, and that's, the heck was that. That was that was the speech I read I don't And that's know. When, the,
2: when the intro comes. Yeah, well, if you're going to think, I'm just going to God, and it is brilliant because you don't see that once again. Mm. I've never seen a film where it's like, right, the, he's doing good, but you guys are all trying to stop and wait for support. It's like fucking hell we're just gonna use you the marines are on their way anyway but you're, you're pretty good just carry on what you're doing go ahead and then we find out the marines are actually shouting and get blown up anyway so well
0: that's coming up trust me
2: uh well, i had uh, uh, my death i thought they sided with um
1: Stranix, but i must be thinking of a different form where the marines come in and they're all like well that's normally what happens because,
2: yeah when they all turn yeah. in it's like oh no, we're actually more reinforcements for the bad guys
1: yeah, yeah. Okay,
0: point three is the low points. Andy was chomping at the bit to go to it, so carry on, Andy.
2: So what Chris said with the whole, like, Stranix thing and that. What did you say, Chris? Use your words again. Which one? Your high point. Uh,
1: Him teaming up with, um, oh, why didn't the high Ryback?
2: Yeah, right. So why didn't the high Ryback? That one, that actually annoys me, because at one stage, it's like, oh, yeah, the cook, Casey Ryback. They they say it, and then Stranix is like, oh, so it's just a cook then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, Casey, like he actually said the cook, Casey Ryback. And then suddenly when they're doing the final show, they're like, why didn't you hire this guy? And then it's like, oh yeah, I know you. Yeah, I know you too, yeah. Casey Ryback. It's like, hey there. <laughs> and it literally, it's right before the fight behind Bruce. Yeah, That Stranix 100% knows who he is. It's like, did you just forget his name, but you remembered his face?
0: Ah, big tall guy, yeah. Yeah, I forgot,
2: pretty. yeah, you're Casey Ryback, I'm the Panama, and then, oh, now you're a cook. Why didn't I put that entire connection together?
0: Oh, Casey Ryback, yeah. yeah, I was thinking of Joel Ryback. Yeah,
2: <laughs> but every single time, it annoys me this film, because when I watch it, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember this, end bit where he just, yeah, it's like, you're an idiot, you know him. But it's almost uh, like he's just like, oh, fuck him, he is a cook, fuck him.
0: I, I've mixed my my, uh, hole picking in the middle of all my low points so I'll pick up on all the things like Andy has spotted that I very much picked up on as we went through it. Uh, So we'll start with Chrissy's start of the film which is Steven Seagal is in a freezer basically it is the least cold, cold room I've ever seen in my life. Seagal is almost sweating. He's at the point just before sweating <laughs> in this room, which is meant to be a freezer. And it's like, they don't even pretend that it's cold in there. There's no breath. There's not even anything frozen in the background. It's just, it's cold in here. Well, well
2: <laughs> knowing like, no Stephen Seagal and being near him when he's been at an event, I pretty much reckon he went into the director going, "Are you fuck making this cold? Like this will be warm. I will cook the meat rather than cool me. That's what we're doing here. Right. But then the same scene later on, there's a big, big, fucking massive air duct that he can hide up in. Yeah, yeah. Why didn't he just get? Surely that air duct's connected to an outside because it's so big. It's not like a sealed box.
0: The entire time he was mocking the old, like the newbie outside, he just kept yeah. climbing in that and, and Bruce Willis saying it. Outside.
2: <laughs> we all know air vents are huge, clean things that you can get out of.
0: Especially if you're six foot five or whatever. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've gotten one more early high point I'll hit and I'll throw it out. No point. No point. Why does Krill dress up as a woman?
2: I don't know. <laughs> uh, and it really does creep me out.
0: Like, so I can the premise that maybe he wants to distract from his involvement there's no way i can be involved because remember i was dressed as a woman a minute ago so i'm not involved with the bad guys but it makes him look like he's absolutely mental Which yep. then the next scene is the do you think any psychological evaluation scene is like you definitely do but i don't know why you
2: dressed like a woman i mean it does add to the fact that this man is a nutter yeah. but, like they, like what you said kind of in a high point he's like you're setting him up for a nutter. Like one he's like, thingy. you think Tommy Lee Jones is the bad guy but this guy's quite clearly the bad guy and then you give him a name like Krill on top it's like, well, Krill's never been good in any no, film no, ever <laughs> that's never. always a bad guy name
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I could not find a reason why he wanted nope. to be the centre of attention at the party that he's just about to take over the boat just go <laughs> be, go kill the captain and get on yeah. with it, it
1: I don't understand uh, how none of them got court-martialed like obviously they on the boat but like Everybody broke protocol. Like, like nobody's like, the helicopter, you
2: have to speak to the captain. He's yeah, not going to allow it. I, I think they can allow that because it was the last, it was getting decommissioned, it was the last day or whatever. Yeah. Everybody's going to retirement. I think that's what you do, you just have a bit of fun on a nuclear boat, don't you? I, I, th-
0: <laughs> I, th- I, th- I thought the boat was still going. I thought they were just getting rid of the warheads, weren't they? I, th- I, can't, I Maybe I missed that point of the story. but uh, I, I don't want to argue too strongly. My actual
1: low point is how did an entire boat of Navy troops get taken over by 15 or 30 mercenaries.
0: Yeah, I think it was at 30. He gave it number, the entire boat like
1: just bomb rushed them and <laughs> yeah,
0: ended the Especially at like the party. It's like, oh yeah, okay, there's... I don't know how... what All 30 of them were not in that room, being the band. Nope. So, okay, there are a bunch of guns, and then what, everybody at the party was like, ah, <laughs> Ran <laughs> away from the half-dozen band members.
1: Nobody likes so, guns in that boat.
0: Nope. I absolutely knew Tommy Lee Jones, because I hadn't seen it before, I knew Tommy Jones was going to shoot the highest-ranking officer in the room. Like, I was... Like, don't... Nobody own up to it, because he's just going to kill you. Uh, I, I just At the same time, I was thinking, but why are all these soldiers just going to kill him? But he's definitely going to do it. So, uh, it was... Amazing. Well, kind of
2: going back onto the bad guys thing, why, like, Tommy Lee Jones pretty much had a pretty good, flawless plan. Why... Yeah, why why does the ultimate part of his plan fall down when he hired a playboy... Uh, playmate cover girl, or whatever, and she genuinely had, like all the way through the film I always remember like even watching it again I was like she's part of the team why don't you just hire like her to be part Mm. of the team and then literally we just stop right back straight away but she generally seems to have no like knowledge and like all the way through the film and then even get to the end it's like no she was just a bimbo all the way through why (laughs) didn't you hire her
0: speaking of our high points obviously for uh, erica in whatever you call her uh, she's a high point but there's actually no why did they have to have a Playboy Playmate on the helicopter?
2: Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh out? yeah.
0: Miss July night 89's coming, but then just oh she's not yeah. she's, she's not here. Who would yeah, have she, actually noticed?
2: <laughs> yeah, and I'm basically saying like she was ill because she obviously she was ill. Ah, and, yeah. and then took too like took too many sleeping tablets. Like I like I, she has generally a on because I think like her being a bimbo then come into a badass straight away. There's questions about that, but I would say ultimately her badass stuff is like good. But she took too many sleeping tablets. Then managed to climb into the cake, I and then, I then think she in th-
0: first. Yeah.
2: yeah, well, you know what I mean. But then she fell asleep, and then it was only when the music came out did she instantly start dancing. Did the music wake her up, or was she just waiting for her cue for well, a, thought, <laughs> an excessively long time?
0: I thought kicking the cake was what startled her, and then she starts the music when she dances. Right. Okay. He tells her stop, stop the music. So, right. but yeah, you're right. Why is she like? oh my god, oh yeah, I'm meant to be dancing. Yeah. Like, Surely the party's still waiting for me here.
1: I've never had, if nothing happens, she's still sitting there like a few days later going, "Yeah." where are you <laughs> going to play this yeah. music? Yeah. I've, I've
2: never like experienced jumping out a cake myself or being around when somebody's jumped out a cake like that, but I'm always sure there's a, some kind of, like, the cake gets wheeled in, there's a big countdown, there's a lot of ruckus, yeah, yeah. and then you jump out. But yeah, she just generally like, fuck, I've missed my cue, I'm going <laughs> dancing down. <Yeah. laughs>
0: uh, I'm still very early with another one of my high points I wanted to hit on. Low points. Well, points. Thank you. Glad you're keeping track of these things here. It's hard to get lost. So the guys who are relieving the the young rookie who's guarding Ryback are like ninjas. They sneak up to him (laughs) without him noticing. They're very precise and efficient when they question, where's Ryback? Oh, he's over there. Okay, well, they will kill him instantly. Okay, that's him at the question. Then, uh, right, we know he's in here, and they open the door and just go, rat-a-ta-ta-ta, rat-a-ta-ta, rat-a-ta-ta-ta, <laughs> and just blindly shoot everywhere and anywhere in this fridge that obviously he's, he's hiding in. vent at this point, what happened? <laughs> like, what changed about these two
1: killers? Yeah, they all need their money back for their silencers because not one of those silence weapons was actually quiet.
2: they
1: had <laughs> like, the opposite effect.
0: Yes, I, I had to get that in because I just I was just like oh these, these are really good bad guys they've got to do really well. Stephen Seagal's going to really pull his finger out to kill them like but then at that point I was like oh god right that's <laughs> as bad as everybody. Uh, my I've literally my next high point is an hour and blow ten points low point. Blow point. <laughs> that's what's <laughs> that is, happened to you. <laughs> an hour and ten minutes is my next one. So if you get any other early ones, I, don't,
2: I, don't like, like, I my only other kind of low point is a kind of gripe, and it's kind of like of the uh, what I'm going to call the Street Fighter peril which is when you get everybody in a hold and you're about to kill them all, like Street Fighter style. Mm-hmm. That seemed like we've got this great plan. We'll put them all on a hold. Great. All right, Ryback's around. We'll flood it and he's going to have to come to us. That plan seemed to have got foiled almost five minutes later and then everybody's out. Yeah. Ta-da, here you go.
0: I never felt at any point that Ryback was trying to save the rest of the crew on the boat. No,
2: oh, he didn't give a shit, but just he just got,
0: got to the one room with his pals in it and he saved them and um, then all right, now now we, we've got six people. Now we can take down all of these terrorists, yep. basically. So my one-hour, ten-minute low point. At that mark, one-hour, ten minutes, Ryback kills the same guy twice in a row. And yeah, then he what? shoots he shoots a mustachioed man, and he falls A over T backwards down some stairs, landing on his head.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: And then uh, Miss July runs up and goes, the safest place on this ship is right behind you. And then, yeah. like, ah, chat, chat, chat. Then move forward into the same room. Ryback turns, shoots the mustachioed guy, who falls down the same set of stairs in the same fashion, from a different camera angle. <laughs> and I'm like, "What the? F- what the hell's happening here?" <laughs> I
2: didn't even notice that. I've never noticed that.
0: It was the mustache. Was the giveaway? Yeah. I was like, Maybe "That guy's well it could be?" But <laughs> I was like, "I wound it back." Like, Mario. <laughs> he even goes like, completely upside down at the same point in the same way as it goes down the stairs. Like, How did nobody notice? This is the exact yeah. same stunt. I'm the DOS, so there you go. <laughs> it was a bit 30, 30
2: odd years on, still cruising. It <laughs> was
0: amazing. Uh, so, and my, I'll, I'll do my, my one other goof that I noticed. Stranix gets the submarine's code name wrong. They only ever mentioned the code names twice in the film. At the beginning, the submarine is Tweety Bird. And he is Roadrunner because me, me, they can't catch me or I'll never be caught. Yeah. And then, blah, 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 it's Coyote around. No, no, we're safe from Coyote. That Coyote will never catch us. And then later on in the film, the only other time they mention it, Stranix goes on the radio and goes, Coyote, are you there? Uh, and Submarine's like, yeah, what's happening? So like, you had one job
2: to keep
0: <laughs> two code names correct in the script. And they managed to completely mess it up. So, uh, yeah, that's my other goof. I have one other major uh, low point I want to mention. but This is my last one. Well, you had a
1: few then. It's um, the end fight between Ryback and Stranix. Like visually, it was quite cool. Like I was saying, all oh, the hands going like that. I thought they were
0: hilarious. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what you do.
2: That's that's that's, that's the gal. You yeah, keep yes. them You can keep yeah. them guessing. <laughs>
1: but, like Strannix killed two assassins single-handedly, but he can't even scratch. one. no, sorry, he scratches his upper eye. Yeah. But it seems like a bit. Out, um, you seem a bit out. Out knifed
0: outnived it was it it's funny how they just randomly both have knives at that point to have a wee knife fight with uh but yeah it, it made me laugh i did not necessarily um uh, it wasn't a high <laughs> point i'll give you that much uh, Andy, any more low points from you no i think i'm done uh, so my final low one i need to hit on what the hell was the plan with the seal team they took no steps at all to prevent them being shot down because like worst case scenario well a best case scenario there's a bunch of terrorists in charge of a boat. We'll just fly our helicopter and land on the boat. There are massive guns on the boat. These terrorists <laughs> are controlling. They're just going to shoot you down. Now, luckily for the helicopter, that all the stuff would be taken out by our yeah. good guys in the boat. But they didn't know that on the helicopter. So they just get shot down anyways. like They claimed, oh, they're trying to fly under our radar. So they even messed that up as well. Because obviously, they detected them on the radar. So this amazing... Thirty man, whatever it is, SEAL team that were coming, eighteen, twenty or something like it was on the helicopter. It was like just an absolute shambles of professionals.
2: Well, maybe that maybe that's why like Ryback got made into a cook. Maybe that's what happened in Panama as well. It's like he was like, We can't fly a helicopter any your mate. They're gonna get us. And then they did it and they, all his team died, except for him, because he didn't get in that helicopter. And did <laughs> yeah. love that there was no uh, like
1: counter measurements and they're flying and went, Oh, there's a rocket. Oh, we're fucking done for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's no like moving out the way. i was just like uh, sorry lads, we're done for.
0: Yeah, and it was nominated for NTV Movie Awards. Two very minor. <laughs> like, that one at the end. I've seen enough films. No, you don't say five over the radio. They're reading the code out from to stop the bomb at the end. Yeah. You always say fiver. You don't say five because it sounds like fire. So that that's another
1: problem. <laughs> and not my mind. That Have awesome.
0: <laughs> you ever watched? It's like niner as well comes up a lot, but fiver and niner. Um, did Miss July join the Navy at the end?
2: I would think so.
0: It looks like she's standing there with a uniform on at the funeral and all that. So
2: yep.
1: I don't know if it's the only clothes they had, but she seems yeah, like... Maybe she's, she's an ordinary person. She's yeah.
2: definitely changed, like like Mr. July to instant action hero, straight away. <laughs> nice Mr. Jane. Yeah, yep.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's us for low points then. C e. e. right.
2: I Jordan,
1: that's my name. I obviously, I'm
0: better. C i even better Jordan, yeah. <laughs> Cracking on with stats. I counted 14 shits. The internet said 18. So I may have missed some. I did nail the f bombs. Nine there were in the film. Oh, equally placed. I think Cal Mini got a couple of them. He got he got mm. good mm. swearing. 25 explosions. They didn't do too many of the boom, 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 boom. Like seen the same thing. It was usually you got two of every explosion. Deaths. I got 86 but the internet has a a, a reasonable accessible database on this sort of stuff and they say exactly 100 deaths that's oh. how many is. so uh, i may have just not counted maybe there's a
2: few dolphins got killed
0: maybe there's a lot of scenes you talk about seagal with these double guns you, yeah. down, you don't actually see what he's shooting at so i don't know if he killed anybody just by shooting firing bullets down our usual quotas are very tough because the whole film's at sea so there's no cows goats or dead animals unless there were some of the, the dead bodies dolphins and no paedophiles either, which we've managed to swear for the first time in forever. The Tackleberry Trifecta, where you can try and be like Tom Cruise. And if you run, get the girl and not ride a motorcycle in the same film, it's the, the trifecta. Ryback runs hilariously. He doesn't run a lot, <laughs> but when he runs the helicopter, he's like kind of very small steps as he's running. And he very well until he gets the girl at the end, but no motorbikes on the boat. So to be fair, a boat's better than a motorbike. Maybe it did, did he drive the boat. I don't know if he necessarily drove the boat. At any... ah, got did, but then, of course, you ride a motorcycle and they rode the boat, maybe. I don't know. Uh, either way, a couple of extra bonus stats. This film is set, if I'm to be trusted, on when the Pearl Harbor attack happened. 50 years after it, it was the 50th anniversary. So, this is set on the 7th of December 1991, is when the film is set. It was actually George Bush, wasn't it? Like, they must have yes. somehow filmed yeah. a thing he was at and put it into the film which I thought was quite nifty, that it wasn't like a CGI or green-screened or spliced in. It actually was him doing it. The microwave bomb was cooking for 16 minutes of the film. (laughs) So I'm not sure what the science behind this thing was, that it takes exactly 16 minutes for his concoction. Because a a microwave, in my opinion, quite a powerful thing. I don't think I've ever had to cook anything in a microwave for... (laughs) What even ten minutes? Even if it's a frozen thing, it's rarely ten minutes. Two
2: Jack of a Tears, Saskatoon.
0: Fair enough. But sixteen minutes for this concoction to blow up is quite a strange amount <laughs> of time. And I thought I'll do one last one. How long was the film Under Siege? The, it's un, the film is called Under Siege. How long was it Under Siege? Well, the siege starts on the twenty-first minute, and the, I think the siege is over when they blow up the final missile, which is at one hour thirty-six. So the siege was active for an hour and 15 minutes. So uh, most oh, of siege. the film, yeah, yeah a good, good chunk of the film is actually under siege. And did they say the thing? Did they say under siege? No, no. they didn't. They may have sneakily snuck it in, but usually my ears prick up when they say the thing. So I didn't hear it. Chris, any stats from you?
1: Uh, I've got a random stat. Um, video rental shops had to keep replacing their copies of this film because people kept wearing out uh, the copies out, reminded to see Jordan come out the cake.
0: Uh, sake, before the internet, of course. Like, yeah. it's, it's that's
1: to start. There's nothing. I don't know what else to count. Like, are, yeah. people hiding under things. <laughs> <In one siege>. <laughs> <laughs> I was to see.
2: I think
0: mean, Unless you count the submarine, there might have been two. I don't know. Uh, Andy, do you have a random fact for us? Well, another random fact
2: is that this film actually delayed Die Hard three by almost two and a half years.
1: Really? Because
2: originally the. F- third die hard was going to be pretty much the story ah, right. which was going to be die hard on a boat and once this film came out they were like they have die hard for you, script written shit so they had to go back into two more years before they like well it'd be another year of rewriting the scripts before they filmed die hard for the vengeance
0: die hard with then, vengeance is my favorite so i'm happy they did what so they did. yeah the under
2: siege basically created die hard with a vengeance
0: good well done, well done That's a uh, plus for this one. Yeah. Who's the writer, J.F. Lawton, well done for yeah. stealing Die Hard on a Boat On a point five on the podcast, the Ten Point Podcast quiz Hopefully it's not Boathorns I was going to say the sound
2: of a boat Right, well, we're going old school It's a simple quiz about Under Siege
0: Okay, this is usually where Chris beats me Even then, because I, I don't know if I've won a quiz
1: This season, so I need to really try <laughs> So something. here we
2: go, right, so who wants to go first? I
1: uh, I, Bruce
2: went first last week So is it me? okay chris we'll start off easy what is the number the number number on the side of the navy vessel 63 it is 63 correct
0: oh god i'm gonna lose so
1: much.
2: <laughs> i made a note that i've seen <laughs> that it was just
1: it was I more than once, so i made a point of remembering that right?
0: i used to do that i used to write down things like that i stop doing it after a while
2: bruce how many stripes is on krill's ranking so on his, his shoulder how many stripes does he have
0: is it four?
2: No. It will get thrown over to Chris. I was going to say three. It
0: is three. That's what I was going to say.
2: I Yeah, I had a pure guess. four. With... Admiral had three. Chris, how does Ryback hit?
1: Uh, it hits a
2: girl.
1: No. Bruce. Hi-ya. Oh, I know. <laughs> what, I'm, I, I know why. I'm.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm that, but I'm Chris do you, to, do you want to say it for me what's the answer Chris it hits like a faggot yes it oh, does oh
0: right okay you were fishing for that <laughs> were you
2: oh especially in up, Chris I it away, so it's fine uh Bruce what type of aircraft do the entertainment team arrive on
0: it's a helicopter
2: I want a specific
0: one with two rotors.
2: <laughs> what would you What would you call that? <laughs> is, uh,
0: is that a Chinook? I don't it is know. a Chinook.
1: Hey,
2: <laughs> uh, Chris. What color bandana does Tommy Lee Jones' character wear?
1: Oh God's sake! Oh shit! Uh, blue. Oh, it's so in the picture behind me. It's blue. Yes, <laughs> that <one.
2: laughs> oh, brilliant. Blue right
0: like that I was question
2: worked. This just going, mm, I can't see it. That, that question worked way better than I thought it would. <laughs> Um, Bruce, how many men can Kate and Ziggs handle?
0: Oh, that's a good question. Uh, well, they couldn't handle one, but could they handle 20? I mean, more. <laughs> oh, is, it, is it more than 20? Or it's uh, they could handle 20 Navy SEALs or something like that, then.
2: Uh, you got better, right, Chris? Do you want to steal the point?
1: Could handle 20 cooks?
2: The actual answer was they can handle 20 marines and 100 cooks.
1: Oh. Ah, right,
2: okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Chris, what type of aircraft is sent to look for the chopper? An F-42? No.
1: Bruce? F?
2: Is he
0: barking
2: up the right tree? Like it's not he, is yes, right. he is barking. Yes, he barking. An F-45? No, it was an F-18. Ah! Old oh, school. Eh, <clears throat> uh, Bruce? How many men does Ryback estimate are on board? As in bad guys.
0: Well, I know how many it is.
2: How many does he estimate? 30. Correct. He gets yeah. a bang on.
0: Maybe that's where I counted it from, but yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris, what is the code to deactivate the tomahawk? had
0: <sighs> a five in it. Uh... <laughs> If he gets this, <laughs> I mean, I'm just gonna retire. I think if he gets this,
1: I want to say five zero zero one two. Not even close, Bruce.
0: If I, if I were four,
2: It did somewhere of the four. Oh
0: yeah, okay. <laughs> second <laughs> of the four.
2: Yeah, the actual code was six three four five zero zero.
0: So they wouldn't have said five. I don't think. there's two zeros
2: in so. it. Um, and Bruce, I don't know what the score is, but I, you're,
0: If I get this right, it's a tie. If I all right.
2: right. What is the name of the vessel? They're on. All
0: oh, right, okay. Uh, it is the USS Missouri the It
2: is. Did
0: I right, get a draw here. out
2: of that? All <laughs> well, right, we'll, we'll go to sudden death. Oh, okay. Whoever shouts the answer out first will get a point. But just if, the answer, I'd rather shout a name. Just please. answer. Just the first person I hear shout out the right answer, I'm going to give the point to. What is the name of the crewmate who carries out the repair on the submarine?
1: Oh. True.
2: Nope. He does carry it out, but there's another guy with him. What is his up, name?
0: i at the cast list here. So, let's see. You can cheat all you
2: uh, want. You, all you have has, to do is just shout out the answer.
0: It has a name down here. Luigi.
2: It's Luigi. Hey. Luce <laughs> wins. I just, he's so far down the cast as well. <laughs> he's just yeah. the angry guy. Just the Italian guy. Luigi. That's right,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> That's right. Hey you go, Bruce gets a win.
0: My God, I pulled out of somewhere. I think I, I think I kept score correctly there, and uh, I'll, I'll check at the end of the season. But yeah, I finally got a win. I feel like
1: it's been forever since I won one. Um, well, See, I called shenanigans a couple of weeks ago. You always
2: call shenanigans and still win. I don't
1: know, of <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on the point six,
0: movies within movies. Chris, I've not done a deep dive, but have you got the ten point podcast universe for us here?
2: Uh,
1: quite a short list this week. Uh, Dale Die, who was Captain Garza. That one he was in Stafford Troopers as a general
0: I had that one yeah
1: there's Tom Reynolds who was again somebody called Wave uh, he was in Face Off as an LAPD cop oh, I missed him uh, Troy Evans who was Granger he was in Demolition Man as uh, tough
0: cop <laughs> Yeah, I, know. I it doesn't narrow it down necessarily
1: and lastly this one blew my mind because I, I recognise his face but Damien Chapa who was Tacman, he was in Street Fighter's Ken is he? Yeah, that's awesome. I haven't oh.
0: missed. That's, I don't remember him.
2: I'll tell you what, we came close. <laughs> you came close to being back to um, back, Catherine Heigl, though. I know. I was <laughs> until I, like I Googled uh, the second one, I recognised she was in it. Yeah, it's so close, ah, Chris. Okay. We almost had back to back.
0: Oh, no, I wouldn't
1: be back to back because we did Scream last week. Yeah, <clears throat> <near>
0: enough. <laughs> season
1: back to back. Season back to back. Season's not bad, yeah. Uh,
0: have you recast us into the film, Chris?
1: I did. Uh, if you're taking, like, Bruce is like the lorical genius, then I'm putting you as uh, Stranix. he that that, took,
2: that took Stranix for me as well.
1: Uh, put Andy as the muscle of the group, so he was, uh, i seen him as Dammer.
0: I did that as well.
1: <laughs> and I'm the wild card, so I'm Krill.
0: Uh, I went I went Nash, the rookie guard, for you. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like we would kill you, I think. In this uh, but yes, fair enough. I, I meant to mention earlier on, the guy who's straight out of the diehard team, the blonde guy with the specs who does a lot oh, yeah. of the technical stuff, he died in like the most anticlimactic way. He seemed like he was like certainly in the five most important bad guys in the film. And just, at some point, it's like, oh, the machines aren't working. OK, go defend us. He runs onto a balcony and then just gets shot, possibly not even by Steven Seagal. Yes. And that's him. He's just done. Oh, oh, I like that guy, I wanted him to get like, either a good death or a bad death, if you know what I'm saying, like a, a bloody death, but yeah, he just yeah. Pff, you're dead. Oh, he was, I, don't, I don't even know what his character name is to find him or anything like that, but yeah, I was a bit disappointed with that. Uh, a few questions that the film's always raise: could this film have come out in 1995? Chris, I'm sure yeah. you've got an answer for me.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Because?
1: Because, what's well, the second one come out? 1995!
0: <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, it very much did come out in 95 as well. Uh, Dead Man Walking, Krill, absolute certainty. Like Even before he dressed up like a woman, I was like, nah, <laughs> I, you're the villain, you're dying, because the gal wouldn't let the, the stomach
1: in. I thought the guy guarding Fireback, um, right he was definitely going to die.
0: I wasn't sure, I thought he might be. Come on! Kind of geeky buddy who doesn't know what he's doing. You and I will save the day. I thought there'd be like the trio of them two and Jordan would be like the three to save the day, but uh, he didn't. He didn't last. <laughs> Who's in the wrong movie? <sighs> a couple of nominees, like really. Tommy Lee Jones kind of is in the, a different movie. Like you, you could have done this just with Krill taking over the ship, really.
1: If uh, he acted like that, he is well back in that man. He would have been the perfect for a um, Mick Jagger biopic,
0: right? Okay. <laughs> Fair enough, uh, but I went with uh, Erica Alaniac because she's kind of not in this film for about half an hour, and then she just tags along, and her story arc is: there's one thing I'm never going to do, and that's kill someone. And yeah. at the end, I killed someone, <laughs> and that's what her character does. And she there. was fine with it as well. Yeah, she's yeah, and joined the navy afterwards. So <laughs> I think she's kind of in the wrong movie. Tommy Jones was my my front runner for a while, but uh, yeah, I'd have to go with her. Movie tropes that are in this film we want to see die. You've both kind of touched on this one way or another so far, so I'll just lead off with mine. Okay, I'm going to let you break that rule this one time, which is, we'll let the helicopter land, that'll be fine. Or, yeah, Ryback, you're not following orders, but you seem to do quite well, carry on. It's like, there are rules. Rules are meant to be followed, not broken. So it's like, like, oh, yeah, this one, it'll be fine this time, and it never turns out well, hence the helicopter thing. So what tropes have you guys come up with?
2: Mine is a pretty good one and it is the ultimate classic, so we have to end the tropes here. Right. It's bad guy with good guy kind of knocked out, telling the plan. Yeah. To such a degree that Tommy Lee Jones goes, I have the codes right here that I'm (laughs) going to put in my back pocket (laughs) to stop the tomahawks. Let's have a fight now. I'll let you up. It's like, don't tell your entire plan to somebody and then show them where the codes have gone.
1: He the worst part with uh,
2: him is he had to drop him.
1: Casey's like looking around. He's like standing at the door. He can just went bang, done, yep. game over. Didn't
0: it's know. villains like uh, what do you call them, Stranix <laughs> that led to uh, what's the guy Watchman called the guy who?
2: Oh yeah. He sets uh, up this
0: big. Here's the good guys coming to try and stop me, but I've actually already done, already done, yeah, that, yeah, done yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, because of this sort of
2: film is the reason yeah. he said it like he did. Yeah, it's just, it. Yeah, this is one of them ones that just it's in so many movies. Just stop, yeah. bad guy Stop explaining what you're doing.
0: I blame Goldfinger, he's, he's the reason <laughs> Might have been the first. On a point seven, that one thing The one thing this film has that It has the one thing that's most famous About this, most bestest about this thing I'll let you guys lead because I'm going to go With a counter to what you guys say So on you go Chris, I like, can see you chomping at the bit for your one thing
1: uh, uh, The homemade bombs I always remember uh-huh. this like, oh, right, what, are gonna go?
0: what about you Andy, what's your one thing Steven Seagal my God, neither of you went with what I thought you were going to go with. I went with Tommy Lee Jones. I, I thought he was oh. really good in this, this charismatic sort of.
2: Oh, this is like, I would say, like, see, um, Tommy Lee Jones, I think, has done better films, but Steven Seagal, this is his apex. <laughs> his pinnacle. It really
0: is. It's it doesn't get any
2: better, and he's, he's, yeah. he, this is his pinnacle. I will always remember this film for Stephen Seagal.
0: Other than that one video on YouTube where it's like a, a martial arts exhibition and like 20 guys, I guess, students in a row are all
2: oh, attacking
0: the Steven Seagal and he just kind of goes, and they all, they do a flip and he's like,
1: like just apparently he actually nailed somebody there. <laughs> like you just get like, people are norms just like that. Whack through a wall or something. Not in this video.
0: <laughs> Not in this one. This is people getting paid to bump, I think. <laughs> no fighting think whatsoever. Point eight on the podcast this is our nominations for the 10-point podcast. Awards. Rattle on Chris. Griff. Chris always leads off and we argue with him.
1: This is a contention because I'm saying best actor was Tommy Lee Jones. Yes. I
0: went that way as well. Okay, way.
1: good. I thought you might have said best supporting.
0: He's, he's in it a lot, so I'm going yes. with it.
1: Okay, good. Um... Uh, he's most underused no best badass casey ryback
0: yeah he still yeah. is yeah despite okay. us making fun of him he's definitely the best badass
1: uh biggest end was krill yep best yep. villain was stranax yep yep okay <laughs> uh a roll you can um contend this one but my for me the, the best death was the
2: old uh the gruber throat rip oh yeah so i, I, I like the the, the the meat grinder one, but my f- ultimate favourite one is the guy that gets impaled off the balcony in classic Spike.
0: And uh, three mentioned. Ryback right with knife and his ninja skills versus the metal workers,
2: <laughs> yeah. which is the one
0: you mentioned with the guy getting chopped and all that. And then a guy's just been impaled with a, like a beam. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Andy just mentioned. That was amazing. But I have at the end, he's just pulled out a guy's throat. Because the word just like... Just slapping <laughs> each other, and he just goes, oh, "Oh!" and takes his throat
1: off. So, uh, have, you, have you watched the Gruber?
0: I have a long time ago. Uh, but yeah. I
1: was, just the head of course. You're just ripping people's throats yeah. out. Yeah, I, like, I have to go with the throat then.
0: I think it has I think it's the throat <laughs> one. Man, like it's just. It was so it go left
1: or was just like to his Yeah. Yeah,
0: but the guy getting the the girder right it through. It was pretty
1: pretty frantic that one. Yeah, that's the runner up. Ah, uh, character was the guard. A uh,
2: uh, guard in Ryback. Well, no, I see. I'm going to actually get. I didn't know where to fit him because I was going to go for like worst, like kind of henchmen, which is going to be a category. But Colin Meaney, Now he hired this elite special force. He seemed to be like like right hand man. He hired everybody. One didn't know who Casey Ryback was, which, like, I said you should have hired him. Mm-hmm. And then two, you think right, he sent all his goons out. They're all shit. Here he goes. He's going to get involved. He's going to be the best of the best, and just get shot in the back and dies. <laughs> Pretty yeah. fucking useless.
0: Uh, okay, maybe? I don't know. If be stupidest character. Maybe is worst. Do we have worst villain? I guess he could be worst villain. Really. Yeah. He was definitely a bad guy. So maybe go for him for that. Okay. Stupidest character. Though you could have the guard. I don't have any nominees, but yeah, the guard. I guess. But
1: yeah. Uh, my best inanimate object was the microwave for the bomb.
0: Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know what
1: else to put for that.
0: No, me neither. I would say uh, the cake. Maybe. The, I thought about the cake,
1: but it's a bit rubbish, really, the cake. It does look like bit It's, more, it's, kinda, it it's kind more of it's inside. Exactly. <laughs> <It's content. laughs> <laughs> um, is this the best plan?
2: Like, Stranix's thing?
0: I like f- plan blank.
2: Say, it's almost best plan, but I would say it's best revenge plot. Like, oh, this is definitely.
0: genius. Good revenge. I, I thought you guys might pick up on the plan at some point. His plan seems to be been it will, will very smartly take over this boat. They will spend all night building a crane on this boat.
2: Did, it did seem well, just like you've got thirty guys. Surely you could just lift how heavy are nuclear bombs? Well, like. that's what I'm thinking. Like surely you surely could just lift them out.
0: Yeah, like if you've got, you like, say, thirty, surely ten on each side of the one and, ball. And,
2: and also, did they know all that scaffolding was there? Like, because obviously yeah. they didn't bring that in the they helicopter. They didn't arrive
1: with it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's <laughs> in the it's
2: cake. They like, <laughs> just walk like <laughs> Who the fuck left us girder here for no reason? <laughs> I'll tell you what, the band's equipment must have been heavy while <laughs> oh, these girders were <laughs> in. It's, so the it one, stage, wait, it's the stage, mate, it's the stage. There was one really
0: confusing bit as well, where our good guy team is walking down a corridor, and then Ryback right starts pointing to like a thing on the roof. And it's like, that's how they're doing it. They're using this or something like that. Yeah. And he's just pointing. I'm like, what's he talking about? They're building he a crane out.
2: No, so the corridors—they were all for the corridors as well. They had—they were all throughout.
0: Ah, right, okay. I am
1: assuming that was to counter the weight, or was that to like move the bombs? No, I I
2: think they had like little sliding clips. So I think what they're planning on doing is somehow manhandling it up onto the hook and then pushing it through the the corridors into the crane to go into the submarine
0: this bomb they need a crane to get off the ship we're just gonna lift it into this thing and then the crane can lift it off because it's really heavy
2: whereas i reckon 30 guys can just lift it and just drop it into the sub
0: into the hole in the sub yeah. Bang. <laughs> 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 uh,
2: well, there's a lot of blanks here
1: my best uh, i'm gonna say the ship, the ship was we'll good.
2: Go it, yeah it's an actual ship
1: yeah I guess can't, it can't, as... can't be an
2: actual problem uh, prop. Yeah
1: my uh, daddy john jules award goes to tuko salamaka because i've oh. literally watched watching breaking bad <laughs> when
0: he's popped up i was like oh my god it's tuko <laughs> and i was like chris has just watched the uh, miracle saw i have to nominate him mm-hmm. so yeah he's base. he probably is the only unexpected everybody else i'm kind of like oh yeah, yeah i
2: see like mine's i don't know who that is your guys are talking about but mine's is a uh, thingy morshire glenn morshire who's a colonel general and everything the ginger dude
0: yeah the ginger guy yeah
1: he. he's not
2: expected he's in everything yeah expected. well he is now but not back then
0: but yeah, Tuco was a good one, because he's. Uh, Tuco's actually in some other stuff that might come up on the podcast when I was researching him. Uh, Raymond Crew, uh, yeah. he's like the first, he's like a, the, the smaller chef that works with Steven Seagal, uh, oh, he's, yeah. he's in uh, Breaking Bad.
1: In fact, yeah, he's in a film that won't come up in a, in a while, <laughs> if, I don't know exactly what you mean.
0: Um, like me. um,
1: my Michael Penny Award was the brief history lesson at the start explaining the Missouri. Oh
2: okay. yeah, I guess I so, yeah. I don't know. So. I that, yeah. yeah.
1: Eh, blah, 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 blah. Best entrance for Strannix coming through the, the corridors, like being on nice and nicey.
0: Come on, Andy, there's a better entrance, is there not?
1: Well, that's an exit though. She exits the cake. No, <laughs> that's, a, that's our appearance. That she is... enters the party. Or, she or enters, moment enters moment. the
2: room. That's the
1: best. Jordan's yeah. the best entrance. Well, that's so. the best exit in my. thing. <laughs> <laughs> best entrance.
2: She
1: exits the cake. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, she's appearing in the room. That's yeah. the best, <laughs> best <laughs> entrance. Uh, is... Best song for the child, hands down. Yeah. Uh, best costume was Jordan's lack of costume oh, I,
0: yeah. I, I, I thought wasn't actually have enough clothes on for it to be a costume It wasn't, she had a
2: little top on Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> and had to have a hat as well Yeah, well, sailor's outfit. Uh, maybe,
0: uh, Jones's is quite, I quite like his outfit
1: um, <laughs> Well, it has forever changed one minute it's a leather jacket, next it's a
2: jumper
0: Well, yeah. I thought that as well, but he did take the jumper off and he had the t-shirt on underneath, so I think he was t-shirt, jumper, leather jacket was his full outfit and then when it gets hot, he puts there <laughs>
2: right. I'll tell you what, best casual wear is behind Bruce Oh, and Steven Seagal just wearing a hoodie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if I was a movie star, that's what I'd be
2: wearing a hoodie, fuck it. I'm not wearing any outfits. A
0: pair of jeans as well, of course. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he definitely uh, just
2: came out of his trailer just going, forgot the costume. We're just wearing that. this now. That's
1: Where it. do you want me? Where do you want me? Big fish, little fish, big fish, love fish. what's costume is Cosel's drag outfit. Yep. I'll, oh, give yeah. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. that for worst here as well. It was pretty bad. Yeah, He's it was like, bad. I don't have to do. Uh, Best food, that beef that they're eating on the, the it was quite nice. Oh, the one we where they just throwing at each
2: other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. The one where Tommy Lee Jones, is that what Tommy Lee Jones had? Where he was like yeah. trying to do a scene and just like, and <laughs> <laughs> he it with his bare hands.
1: Uh, most pornographic, NFL, I Yeah. <laughs>
0: I forgot we had that. I'll oh, tell that you one. what,
1: worst
2: hair is probably Seagal's because he didn't have his signature ponytail. It wasn't allowed it, because the, the Navy's only got, like, a four-inch rule or something like that. Exactly, ah, yeah. Right. That's the only film
1: where he didn't have his ponytail, apparently.
0: Yeah,
1: okay. Uh, most obvious name. Of course, there's another Dammer.
0: <laughs> <Had to be. laughs> yeah, uh,
1: Double but, Dammer. Like, my, my actual one was uh, Johnson. There's always a Private Johnson. Yeah.
0: yeah, there's always a Johnson. I, I like Dammer, though. Like, <laughs> or film. Uh, <laughs> Is some film? Uh, Feels
1: like uh, worst kiss was Steven Seagal and oh, that, that yeah. end one was pretty bad.
0: It's pretty yeah. weird, but it's the fact that he's got like a fistful of her hair that isn't there. Like <laughs> you can't escape. Yeah, like, you must kiss me for this scene, and then let's go. Yeah, it was really weird.
1: <laughs> um, I've added two new ones. Oh, you can ahead. keep them or get rid of them, but for me, best scene change was Krill saying, "Right, he needs to get out of this outfit." And the next scene is him walking out the door with his jacket on. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's <was> good. <laughs> best scene change, and, yeah
1: we we'll call it a quick uh, change, change award. A quick Hello. change award, yeah. uh, is a bitch. The ship that Krill betrayed ends up killing him. Ah, yes, ah, it did.
0: It did. Yeah. I actually forgot the submarine in my deaths because I thought, is that blown up? I was like, oh, maybe I'll we'll come back into it again. And it didn't. And I got to the end of the film. I was like, oh my God, they blew up the submarine. That I had to go back. I <laughs> <laughs> had the deaths on. So that's me. You can keep them that, or you can
1: give them if you want
0: millions of nominees there chris i don't know actually what you said or not i actually forgot to nominate the mustachioed guy for best death since he got it twice but uh we'll ignore him uh i've got a best product placement andy but i'll come back to you for it um, oh okay, good because i don't <laughs> oh, oh that's, a, that's a good one here uh best team i've got krill and stranix and and the gang they're a really good team up until the point where obviously that one rogue guy is there yeah. they weren't accounting for but uh, i think i got much else after that Oh, Segal for worst acting, surely. I don't know if you mentioned him, but no he's, I mean, he's done actually.
2: Chantel said, "Like, I was like, no, this is Segal's like apex once again acting, and even like he laughs in one scene. He is emotional, <laughs> and oh, and then he put, oh. then he puts <laughs> on a Jordan accent for no apparent reason.
0: Yeah, yeah, it he
2: does a I, Georgian I accent. It, yeah, I think I'm he's like, sure dancing as well at one point. You hey, had a wee dance, and then, and then he just turned to seeing Seagal again and couldn't actually think of the shit.
0: I didn't realize we had some Seagal fans. So. <laughs> uh, worst physics the <laughs> turrets that they blow up the submarine with. Because that's something you, you could see the submarine, and the turrets yep. are like
1: droom,
0: pointing away up into the sky. It's like, what, why are they, it's they it's there? there. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, so there's no way, unless it's like. I do like worms. where you fire. heat seeking rocket goes away past, and it just yeah. Comes back you have to again.
2: fire up to come back down.
0: Yeah, but it's uh, yeah, preposterous. Right, best product placement. You don't have one. Playboy magazine, like ah, it? Ah, right in front of the camera. It's yeah. right there. And then uh, it I was,
2: I was like, I have not seen anything. But yeah, that's one. My yeah. my one was going to be just the navy. Uh, yeah, but,
0: I, was, but, I was sure it's going to be full propaganda. Navy, navy, navy. But, but yeah,
2: but no, Playboy wins hands down. Fair play. Yeah, Playboy.
0: Uh, that's us for nominees then. I think. Don't have any yeah. others. On to point nine, the moral of the story: What lesson are we supposed to learn from Under Siege? Andy, why don't you start us?
2: Don't piss off a cook. They handle <laughs> your food.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. The waiting. <laughs> moral story. Uh, I've, I've got, I've gone for uh, what Tommy Lee Jones said in the film. His moral story. Saturday morning cartoons. Oh, are, that's my <laughs> that one
1: as well. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Saturday morning cartoons are the best. despite the fact he got his like his names mixed up. Yep. So that yours then went to
1: Chris. Uh, word for word. <laughs> on
0: a point 10, the rating. Well, we rate the movie out of 10. Chris picked it, so Chris goes first. I'll go
1: last because I've never seen it before. Uh, this is another one of my guilty pleasures so, of mine. Like uh, like I said before, it is literally just die hard but on a boat. Um, it's not a bad thing. Well, it's just, we've seen it before, and a classic Andy line has been done better. But I can still watch this again. It's... Like I said, it's a gully pleasure. I love this film.
2: It says Seven for Me.
0: Seven from Chris. Andy, there's a puff of cheeks there. What's your rating?
2: So, you got Die Hard, which is on a skyscraper. You've got Die Hard, which is in an airport. The next logical step was Die Hard on a boat, so I feel like this film was needed.
0: Do that or a train, I guess.
2: Yeah, which. Under Siege 2.
0: Oh, in really? Train. It's in it
2: train. a train <laughs> <laughs> So, so this this franchise, I, I think it's got legs. It's like I said, Chris, it's, it's a little guilty pleasure. It's one of the first films I remember being an action thing. Steven Seagal has never done a better film in his life. Tommy Lee Jones is amazing in it. I'm going with Chris, it's a seven. <laughs>
1: oh, my God.
2: Oh, this, is, this is out and over. I, I, it's one of these films where I remember watching, and it, like, I've not seen it in ages, but I watched it. I was like, that is still good. It holds up.
0: Uh, so my rating. This is one of we can those. Get
2: what, that to after, yeah,
0: yeah,
1: here
2: we go. <laughs>
0: I'm bringing the average down. It's not a seven for me. But this is one of those podcasts. We're doing the podcast. I've added an extra point on because oh, I've enjoyed talking about it and I have fond memories of it. So I've actually <laughs> gone up a point to where I've got to. What I came out of it, I'd written down. A good movie made badly is what I've got of this. So we often talk about, oh, this is a, well, a really good idea for a film when they did it badly, or this is, this film's horrific, but because of this, this and this, I quite like it. This film's, the structure and what's going on and the reasons and the characters are all really good. I just, like, the, the, we've mentioned quite clearly three or four mistakes that have happened in this film that came through. I think Segal's pretty bad, and there's probably 20 people in Hollywood in 1992 that would be better to cast in this film. Uh, yeah, exactly. They might yeah. not be able to do the hands.
2: Nobody oh, can do it like Al like I was well, the
1: best one was just was doing the, the phone. just just randomly goes like his hands like stuck as yeah. the wood just goes like that. <laughs> yeah. It's just like a s
0: <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so I've talked you you guys and myself have talked me up to a five. I'd had it yeah. as a four because I thought it was below average. But yeah, it was kind of fun. I, I would definitely turn this on in the future and watch a bit of it but there are some chunks where not an awful lot is happening. It's not all go, go, go and it's, if it wasn't Tommy Lee Jones and it wasn't some of the hilarious bits, I might have turned it off again but a five for me, it doesn't affect the score too much, I don't think It's a this
1: season <laughs> Yeah, yeah.
0: It's a six out of ten a six out of ten but with two sevens in it, so a reasonable score for Under Siege I've got a theme, Unfinished Business, so I've established that's not really the theme I said it's uh, business as usual business so chris has done the mummy and under siege so 90s act oh, on the mummy returns wasn't it that wasn't actually that no, no, was,
2: was too early yeah yeah so uh,
0: but yeah those two films is what chris has done people uh, need
2: a comeback brendan fraser seagal do we need a seagal comeback
0: no we don't <laughs> no.
2: i tell you uh, what one oh, thing you is, <laughs> go, go on youtube and listen to some, some, some seagal music
0: <laughs> yeah, it's country jazz okay. yes I uh, will I'll now begin to buy some time for Andy to get the wheel ready, because the wheel Ooh. is next time, our modern wheel of movies with some new stuff for us to watch. And a teaser for everyone who's listening and watching, I have seen one of the films on the wheel, and I will let you know if it oh, comes can, up.
2: Can you see the wheel?
0: Yes. I can now. I can now see it. So I can right. in on
2: new Moivies. New Movies. Yes. Moivies. Moivies. New Moivies. Moivies. Uh, <laughs> that's fast me spelling like, too fast. Anyway, <laughs> so New Moivies is uh, this is a list of oh new streaming films so they're not always brand new films up to date Uh but it's new things that have came on to streaming services so it's a cross between disney amazon and uh, paramount and stuff like that so
0: there's definitely some films i want to come up and some films that i don't think i want to come up i feel like this
2: is going to stop on cocaine beer i'm calling it now right well it's not a rigged wheel so we're gonna press it here we go let's see what happens what we're gonna
0: get I have seen two films oh, on the goal, oh, go. Oh,
2: it is! Oh no, it's not. Oh, oh, oh it's
1: not it.
0: making
2: it. Is it? Here we go. It's a Netflix film. It's
0: 80 Netflix? For Brady. That's
1: oh, not a Netflix oh. film. Eighty. I thought I said Bo for Brady. Bo for Brady. There you go.
0: For Brady. Does anyone know what it is?
2: Uh, I feel like it's a bunch of old women in love with Tom Brady.
0: Is it about? It's actually Tom Brady, is
2: it? Uh, I'm pretty sure it is. It's some NFL film.
0: I think you are right.
2: Here we go.
0: Best friends get into the best kind of trouble. A quartet of elderly best friends decide to live life to the fullest by taking a wild trip to the Super Bowl 51 to see their hero, Tom Brady, play. Starring... Oh, it's the cast of that TV show. It's Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, Rita Moreno and Sally Field. It's Uh, Grace uh, and Frankie people. Yeah, Grace and Frankie, that's it, yeah. It's it's
1: them,
2: Brady.
1: (laughs) This looks annoyed. A random am, I'm furious. Of all the films we can watch that thing, it comes out with this guff.
2: Well, that's just the wheel. Like, I mean, I was one cocaine bear. and no, go. <laughs> I'm going to go watch cocaine bear straight after this podcast. <laughs> and it,
0: so I will review it next week on the podcast. So tune in next week for the cocaine bear reviews. Uh, and it was Netflix. Did you say Netflix? I can't remember if it was Netflix, I I it it was
2: Netflix or Amazon. It's one of them. I'll
0: have a, um, I'll have a quick Google Uh I'll find out where it is. I know it's in
2: cinemas. You can also watch it in cinemas right now as well. See if we Pro- can probably it. American stuff because don't know which could be Paramount who knows
0: okay never mind anyway
2: 80 for Brady
0: a film I absolutely never heard of uh, next week so yeah tune in in one week's time for Cocaine Bear but mainly 80 for Brady on the Dead Point Podcast